Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up out of bed to pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 148 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His host. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, you highest heavens, and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded, and they were created. He established them forever and ever. He fixed their bounds, which cannot be passed. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters in all deeps. Fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy wind fulfilling His command. Mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creeping things and flying things, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and women alike, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above heaven and earth. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his faithful, for all the people of Israel who are close to him. Praise the Lord. Second Chronicles chapter 24, verses 17 to 24. Now after the death of Jehoiada, the officials of Judah came and did obeisance to the king, and the king listened to them. They abandoned the house of the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and served the sacred poles and the idols. And wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem for this gift of theirs. Yet he sent prophets among them to bring them back to the Lord. They testified against them, but they would not listen. Then the Spirit of God took possession of Zechariah, son of the priest Jehoiada. He stood above the people and said to them, Thus says God, Why do you transgress the commandments of the Lord so that you cannot prosper? Because you have forsaken the Lord, he has also forsaken you. But they conspired against him, and by command of the king they stoned him to death in the court of the house of the Lord. King Joash did not remember the kindness that Jehoiada, Zechariah's father, had shown him, but killed his son. As he was dying, he said, May the Lord see and avenge. At the end of the year, the army of Aram came up against Joash. They came to Judah and Jerusalem and destroyed all the officials of the people from among them and sent all the booty they took to the king of Damascus. Although the army of Aram had come with a few men, the Lord delivered into their hand a very great army because they had abandoned the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Thus, they executed judgment on Joash. Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. Now during those days, when the disciples were increasing in number, the Hellenists complained against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution of food. And the twelve called together the whole community of the disciples and said, It is not right that we should neglect the word of God in order to wait on tables. Therefore, friends, 
Select from among yourselves seven men of good standing, full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we may appoint to this task, while we, for our part, will devote, our, devote ourselves to prayer and to serving the Lord. What they said pleased the whole community, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, together with Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. They had these men stand before the apostles who prayed and laid hands on them. The word of God continued to spread. The number of the disciples increased greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. Here ends the reading. Today is the second day of Christmas. There are 12 days between Christmas and Epiphany on January 6th. And I know you're thinking the 12 days of Christmas song, um, which is a thing. Um, but the season that we're in is called Christmas Tide. And it's, um, you'll see in the episode, uh, episode cover art, I've flipped the colors um, to make it a negative so that the black and white is switched. And that's because Christmas is a time when Jesus has come. Uh, it's no longer a waiting game, but uh, an excited, um, you know, kind of anticipation and a reliving of the time when Jesus was here among us. And so it's the whole script has just been kind of flipped. And today is also Stephen Mass, um, the feast of St. Stephen, the first martyr of the church and whose thought of as the first deacon. Uh, it's an interesting story for our purposes, for uh, hearty, humble people. Um, it's actually kind of interesting. I didn't realize until I reread it, but the, the apostles, the, you know, the leadery leaders who lead, they say it's not right that we neglect the Word of God in order to wait on tables. We've got better shit to do. Um, and it's maybe not the first time, but certainly a noteworthy time when class and um, celebrity has clearly become a problem. Um, they're too important to give their attention to the complaints between the Hellenists and the Hebrews. So let's, let's have somebody else do it. And we'll ask the congregation and they'll select people of good reputation. And these seven of these seven, Stephen is the first named. And it's their job to, you know, settle disputes. Um, they're not waiters, but the, the whole table thing kind of makes you think of it. But they do. They they take orders, right? Um, and immediately after, in Acts um, 7 and into 8, in Acts 7, it's this long speech um, from Stephen as he's kind of called before the Sanhedrin, the religious authority of the time. And he basically gives a history of the church, or the, I'm sorry, a history of Israel up into that time, and the people are, are really upset. Um, the non-Christian commu Jewish community was really upset, and they just refused to hear, and so they, they take him out to be stoned. And it's interesting to notice, and this is one of the reasons that the Old Testament is thought of as kind of this, for, for many people, is so difficult to reconcile with the New Testament. In the death of uh, Joash and, you know, the, the readings from Second Chronicles, 
a very similar thing happens. Um, King Joash, uh, who knew um, Jehoiada, who was the priest, and his son Zechariah was right, raised up essentially to be a prophet, and he and he's calls the king out. Why do you transgress the commandments of the Lord so that you cannot prosper? You've forsaken the Lord. But you know what? It doesn't matter because he's forsaken you too. So not only is God kind of seen as somewhat vindictive, but the the prophet, um, Zechariah, when he's stoned to death, um, or I don't know that he's stoned, he's killed, he says, may the Lord see and avenge. And those are Zechariah's dying words. But for Stephen, the first person killed in the same way in the New Testament, he doesn't say, you know, God, you know, I hope you see this shit and get back at them. Um, he takes, he certainly must have thought about Jesus on the cross when Jesus said, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. Stephen says, very similarly to Jesus, he says, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he kneels down and cries out in a loud, in loud voice, Lord, don't hold this sin against them. And so this person of, of lowly means who's chosen to do a job that nobody wanted um, goes on, is called before the religious authorities and is not only biblically literate, and we don't know if he's a Hellenist or Hebrew, you know, how steeped he was in the culture of the Israelites up at, uh, at that time, but he knows his stuff and the people who are supposed to know this stuff don't like it and so they have him killed. And instead of saying, avenge me, which is kind of typical, I think in, in most cultures, he says the thing that our founder says, Lord, receive my spirit. God, receive my spirit. Don't hold this sin against them. And so Stephen becomes the first person uh, known as a martyr, the person to witness to uh, our faith. And he, was, it was, he beats all the apostles in this task of, of living and dying for, for God. Um, the other apostles, all except for John, go on and uh, uh, suffer a similar fate. But Stephen has become the example. In the early church, um, the, the seal of the faith, the way you knew that you were really a Christian and that you could be assured the seat at the right hand um, would be to be killed in hatred of the faith, in hatred of Jesus Christ. Um, and technically, you can say whatever the heck you want when you're killed, but the the prototype, the archetype of, of being killed for the faith is Stephen, whose feast we celebrate today, right after the feast of Christ, Christ Christmas. Um, and that's no small task. It wasn't one of the 12 they selected. We don't know that they ever met. But Stephen is called up to do this, this boring, very unnoteworthy job that a bunch of cool guys didn't want and thought it wasn't right for them to do. Um, that they had better shit that they had to do, and he's fine with that. Not, and he gets called off um, by people who are supposed to be, you know, doing the right thing and knowing the right thing. Um, and I think he's Stephen's a really interesting character to think of in terms of humility and hardiness. And so today, the day after Christmas and Boxing Day, in some in some traditions, uh, we celebrate Saint Stephen, who. Um, was the first person to serve as a, a deacon, a servant of, servant of the church, um, who was not ordained, who was not uh, selected by Christ, but who was called forth by the community and whose fate 
and whose decisions would shape the, the, the church for the rest of time. So St. Stephen we, is our, our saint for the day, and here ends the reflection. for St. Stephen, deacon and martyr, from the Lesser Feasts and Fasts. We give you thanks, O Lord of glory, for the example of the first martyr, Stephen, who looked up to heaven and prayed for his persecutors and to your Son, Jesus Christ, who stands at your right hand, where he lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's first formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia. <laughs>